What's up, everybody? It's the full charge. It's Matt Fulcheron. Um, what can I tell you? This is this is a fun episode. You're gonna love it. And uh, come see me at PubWeb in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on May 27th. I don't even I don't have any headphones right now, which is making this extra difficult. But hang in there. This is really funny episode so just hang in there for the announcements pub web philadelphia pennsylvania um on may 27th and then may 28th it's levity live in west nyack and the music you're listening to is carl w daniels and the album is called dirty drunk love and you gotta check it out you gotta support the sponsors of the Full Charge Power Hour and this is our only sponsor so you best buy it up you best take out your credit card and start paying for this shit alright otherwise Carl's gonna just pack it up and go home and we need him let me get you some more details right now I'm on the road so I'm at uh, limited ability here, but drunk, no, 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 dirtydrunklove.info. That's dirtydrunklove.info. We'll get you everything you need to know about Carl W. Daniel and uh, his new EP called Dirty Drunk Love. I think I probably said Daniels before. It's Daniel. Carl W. Daniel, uh, Dirty Drunk Love. Check it out and check out this episode. You're going to love it. Peace in the Middle East, y'all. Respect. Just never ends, dude. Right? I'm doing this shit for free. I'm such a pain in my ass. What's up, gorgeous? No, it's time to wake up. Ooh. Okay. Well, we're just testing. A, we're just testing the phone out and stuff. So you got time? Get like eighteen cups of coffee. We're not going to call you for real for another forty-five minutes. Did we wake you up? It's twelve thirty, huh? No, no. I, I set my alarm. I got up like fifteen minutes ago. Oh, okay. I in yet. Bright and early. What'd you do last night? I was working yesterday. Oh, okay. Damn it! I wanted to a laugh at you. Project for a certain, for a certain uh, record company for certain people. Oh, got it. And was it a late night? I like how it's like certain people, but you know it's nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just nobody. You'd have to explain to us who it was and <laughs> right. stuff. Yeah, I, I would have no clue. I mean, it was a late. It wasn't a late night. Like I just, uh, it was a long day and night. It's a long. It's been a long life, huh? <laughs> Sometimes you yeah, just gotta sleep long. in. It's like nothing but bad shit happens to me outside of this bed. (laughs) Maybe I'll just stay here. Stay right here. Correct. You fucking nailed it. My adult embryonic sack. The worst thing I do right now is I uh, I get up and look at the phone, start checking my Twitter, Uh email, text messages, and it just it just gets my heart racing. Right. I hate it, but I do it every morning like a. Asshole. Yes, I should check that after I'm up and like, today's going to be a good day. But I'm like, oh, I'm waking up late. I should see what's going on. Nothing but fucking boner pill spam. 
And people going, what? To jokes I sent them last sure. night. Huh? And he's just in bed explaining jokes. Like, well, it's because of this. Oh, just never mind. There you go. Oh, cool. Yeah, I lost right. a couple of days' work. Cool. Let me make some coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Oh, man. No, you really, you must be recording this. You're not just testing the phone out. No, nah, man. You're always on the clock, homie. Hey. Yeah. Are we. Are we reviewing yet? No, 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 no. 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 We're just killing just time. Just chit-chatting? Until, uh, I mean, we're, we're putting a little bit of gold nuggets right. in the beginning so people know they're going right. to get a big gold sack at the end. There we go. <laughs> Money back. So you said you're testing the phone out? Does that mean you're at the Herald again? No. No, it's just I, I don't trust that this phone equipment so screwy. I just I just like to test it out. Herald's over. Herald's done. Uh, when is it done? Because they've been saying that forever. No, it's like done, done. There's no work there at all. No, good. No, Thank I worked. I worked like crazy for two weeks and that <laughs> three, four weeks, just fucking yeah. work, 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 work. Nothing. Now nothing. Yeah, but that's so not official though. That's not official just because uh, there's nothing there. True. Well, June fifteenth. Until that thing is dust on the ground of Broadway. True. It's that shit is always going to be open. Yeah, good point. Good as long point. as Brian Irwin has kids that haven't been to college yet, that shit is always going to be open. <laughs> Are they really tearing it down? No, I've just told you no. They never. They say they're going to do it. They're never going to do it. <laughs> That's they're true. Scared oh. until they actually break ground on those apartments, then uh, it ain't happening. Yeah. Word on the street, some dude just got it. Oh, some dude bought it. Yeah, it's like they lease it for thirty years. This is crazy. So the hers. Ooh, should I? Fuck yeah, it. fuck them. Fuck them. They're not listening to this. Hey, poor I mean, people are talking on the internet. Yeah, like they're I mean, gonna listen to that shit. Didn't Orson Welles trash him a hundred years ago? <laughs> yeah, good point. Completely rewarded <laughs> for it point. on every top one hundred list. <laughs> so let's do this. So they sold it to a guy, right? A development company. Yeah. So you get to lease it for like thirty years and pour money into it. We're gonna do all this shit, uh-huh. right? And they go, oh, okay, great. So they get the money up front, like mm-hmm. $20 million, whatever. Yeah. And then if they decide at any point in the contract, if they decide this is a good idea, they can just take it away from you. They can take it back? Yeah. After you build on it? Yes. All right. Now, they, they probably have to give you money back. Yeah. But still, but- <laughs> you could be like, you know, 75% of the way done. They go, you know what? This is a damn good idea. Take it back. It's good to be a hearse. And then just, yeah, and then just go from there. Who agrees to a contract like this? This is ridiculous. People, uh, other people with money. Other people with money, exactly. The Trumps. They all get the game. Um, yeah, it's just like a sport. People like you and me are the ones that don't get the game. We're like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. We and should then, all go to the bank and try to take out a loan. Yeah, let's just. That would be so look, funny. Look, I got an idea. That would be a huge YouTube video. This is a great Three idea. Three dicks trying to get a loan. <laughs> Three dicks trying to get a loan. <laughs> trying to get a loan. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcherone. Oh, Don't forget the main benefactor. <laughs> no, I just messed up the rap. <laughs> Eric Allen oh, Wendell, he used to be an actor. Yes! Nice! <laughs> a background actor. That's right. <laughs> extra superstar to the stars. Or yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yes, extra superstar to the stars. <laughs> so, do we want to have any uh, substantial conversations or? Not yet. No. All right. We'll just keep no. this humdrummy. Who's uh, Who's your guest today? 
these nuts. Yeah. Wow, love it. Waiting to, I always wait to drop that one. I think at this point we owe the listeners an apology. But you know what? I'm really fucking tired and really discouraged today. So this is what you get. I'm hungover. Uh, are you really? Yeah, we drinking? No, we oh, hangover. Okay. Um, my friend Tim Collins supposed to come by, but you know, all right, you know how that shit goes. Yeah, and then uh, we're going to be calling Copy some people. That. We're going to be calling you. You're always the main guest, so. I mean, you shouldn't even be All worrying right. about who else is on. You should be like, I know I'm the star. Dude, I got three movies I can review. Oh. That's how I'm I am. Well, let's have a little teaser. What are you going to review? And don't start reviewing. Well, teaser. Uh, well, let's see. I saw Maggie, that new Schwarzenegger movie. Even with your hero. What? I, Maggie? It's some movie where... Daughter, hold on! Uh, don't hold review on. it yet. Don't review it no, yet. Do it. I've never even heard of this. All right, so he's right, in a movie well. called Maggie. That's odd. That's got to be his first movie that. where it's like, no, nah, it's just a dude with a kid, and Arnold Schwarzenegger has a normal life. He fucks his maid and it's has like a kid a, in Bakersfield. It's like a serious <laughs> kindergarten cop, right? <laughs> it's not a tumor. No, seriously, it's not. No, a I'm <laughs> telling you. Maybe we should go get it checked out. <laughs> it's a cyst. Oh my god, it's a tumor. Oh fuck, you're gonna die, Maggie. Yeah, <laughs> Maggie, <laughs> Maggie. What else are you gonna review? I got, uh, I got Run All Night with uh, Ed Harris and Liam Neeson. Okay. Ed, and, Ed Harris. Uh, All right. I just, I, got, uh, I just watched. We just watched The Abyss with Ed Harris. Too busy oh, yeah. living it. Do you even remember that movie? Yeah, I remember coming I remember out. That. It's, a it's classic a, uh, James Cameron there. Right. So I always like uh, get an old movie out to see if my daughter will like it. Yeah. She liked it enough. Yeah. Well, if Kevin Che came over here and played it on this, and I'm like, you know, I've never seen this movie. He's like, no? I haven't either. He's like, I put it on like 40 times, and I've never sat through it. Did you guys finish but I, it? Like, I'm a lifeguard. The only part I ever see, it just like drives me insane, is when she's out of oxygen for like uh-huh. five minutes, and then comes back to life, and they're like, cool, let's go have dinner. Right. It's like, no, get that bitch to a hospital. I was going to say, she's probably brain dead. <laughs> Yo, you know who that is? That's Scarface's sister, man. You do not want to mess with this I had girl. to IMDB it. <laughs> My wife goes, whatever happened to her? I go, fuck, I don't know. It looks, I think she's dropped off the planet. I looked she at her in, IMDB. Uh, fuck, she's in everything. She's in The Color of Money. <laughs> Dude. She was in... She never stopped working. Yeah. She's one of those people. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen her in anything years. Yeah, well, she's, she was in fucking Law and Order. I mean, you just name them and she's in them. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was on Law & Order for a little while, wasn't there she? There you go. She's she's one of those faces. They just pop her in stuff. She looks average. So what else are you, yeah. what else are you reviewing? When's? Oh, I saw uh, the new Kurt Cobain documentary. Oh, oh I've watched. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw like half of it so far. Oh, yeah, it's very... Well, don't watch the second half. It's good. It's oh, very, yeah. it's very uplifting. That's when it gets You depressing. know how this movie ends, right? Yeah, I know. That's okay. the bad part, right? It's like Passion of the Christ. Yeah. You're like, I already know the ending. I'm crazy. Come on in, Tim. Oh, I'm I think crazy. I locked that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm always like, I'm always like, yo, maybe I'm different this time. Yeah, I always maybe lock I'm doors. Yeah. I'm, I always lock doors because I always remember reading about the Night Stalker and thinking the only reason those people died is because he was like, well, their fucking door was open. Tom, put your, put your headphones on. And I was like, that's because good logic. I want to get, I want to get into this shit. Yo. You can't be too careful in Los Feliz. Yo. It's true. Yeah, this is Well, you can't. You know, outside my window, my trash can was turned upside down. Right? And someone was, like, standing on it, 
trying to peek through wow. my fucking curtains. There you go, dude. Even in Los Angeles, bro. Coming to? They just want to see full charges. Hell, in a, hell in a handbasket, yo. Hey, what, everybody dude, does. Dude. What's it coming to? It's always been this way. Everybody <laughs> wants to see my fucking cock. crime spree. Uh, so my friend Tim Conlon just showed up, Tim. and and he is dumbfounded by yeah. dumbfounded. Uh-huh. By the idea that you have yet to watch Breaking Bad, a show that's been out since 2008. <laughs> Tim, yes. Right. We've talked to Tim's like <laughs> you and everybody else on Twitter. No, 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 no. I got a real live guy here who takes it personally. Don't just lump him into a fucking pile. What's the What's the problem, Wendell? Let's talk about this. Let's work this out. Seriously, let's get to the bottom of this. What is your deal with this? Well, I'll tell you the same thing that I told uh, our uh, our friend yesterday uh, that I was uh, working with. Oh, our friends and and the pro- <laughs> friend of mine. This is a friend of mine and a one friend. of the production assistants a, a that I was who... with because she said the same same fucking thing because she loved the show too. Right, because she and has I'm eyes like, and ears. I watched the pilot. <laughs> I watched the pilot a while back. Uh-huh. You guys asked me to. Yeah, and the show has been hyped up so much by you guys and everyone on Twitter That's and not everyone the else in the whole fucking country and world that you know it wasn't. I wasn't blown out of my seat because the expectation. Not asking you. I put this next to Interstellar. Hyped up so much, you you have to have ridiculous expectations for a show like that after after being hyped up so much. No, because I remember, like I remember when Star Wars came out, and everyone was like, "It's really good." I went to see it. I was like, "Meh." No, I was like, "It's the fucking amazing." It's Star Wars. (laughs) It's like it's Breaking Bad. (laughs) Breaking Bad is not is no Star Wars. I'm going to tell you, I I, I was not that blown out of my fucking. It's a good ride, dude. There's about seventy two more episodes. That kick you in the hey, face. I'm not saying I didn't give it uh, enough of a chance because I didn't. Obviously, I only watched the pilot. You just said you just said you didn't give it a chance because you go, "Oh, let's see how good it is." <laughs> That's the attitude you're going in with. I'm just giving you an example because I've, I've had people tell me, "Oh, well, the pilot was the best pilot ever," and all this stuff. Name and, a better pilot. Name a better pilot. Uh. And don't say anyone from the Blue I Angels. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to edit that I, out. I that was terrible. Uh, Maybe Sons of Anarchy had a great pilot, you know? I mean, that was a great show. That was one of my favorite shows. Uh, is someone farting on the mic? Uh, I'm farting on your idea. <laughs> I'm farting on your statement. Hey, I, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, uh, I'll try to think of one, but... Uh, I don't know. That's just that's well, just my opinion. We got time. We haven't started yet. Let me uh so go, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Go ahead. <laughs> we haven't started yet. <laughs> um Yeah, I uh fuck, I don't know. How about the pilot for married with children? Oh come on. That's really good. Fucking come on. I'll give you that. Come on. <laughs> fucking that's, that's, give me a that's, break. That's pretty fucking good real quick, right? The only reason anybody watched that show is because it was the fourth channel finally in a no. lifetime of three channels. No, that is a good pilot, but it's, it just doesn't hold up to Fuck no. No fucking way. <laughs> Are you cooking crystal meth again? Come well, on. I don't know. Did I you? want the pilot for all in the family. Jesus. Nah. 
Did you like Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> no, I never saw did you that. Like the, did you like the Tim Watley episode of Seinfeld? Where the dentist like re-gifts? Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. How about, how about a pilot for Seinfeld? This show is fucking Oof. amazing. Dude, that pilot sucks. <laughs> it wasn't that good. That pilot sucks. Yeah. yeah. The laundry. The laundry day is the closest <laughs> day out. He's like doing material and shit. And George is talking like Woody Allen. He fucking blows. Cherry, <laughs> Cherry, I don't know what you're talking about, Cherry. It's fucking. It doesn't kick in until the seventh season, Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> So it doesn't kick into the finale. In any case, I lost. You know what? If I still had my Netflix subscription, I would have watched a couple more episodes by now, at least. You just said you lost your Netflix subscription. Do you carry around like a list? Let me use their password. Do you carry around? Do you carry around like a yellow legal pad with excuses written on it? (laughs) Hold on, let me go to my. Here we go. Here we go. No Netflix. Sir Lancelot came in my apartment last night and put a sword through my knee, so I couldn't do shit. There you go. Uh, I've heard of that. So, Wendell, if you you had a Netflix password, you would watch Breaking Bad, is what you're telling me? There we go. Yeah, I would start watching some. Okay, everybody out there who's listening, (laughs) follow Wendell, at Eric Allen Wendell on Twitter. Eric, you follow them back, and then, guys, direct message him passwords. Boom. Now you got a Netflix password. Wow, dude. I think someone on Twitter actually said they would give me their password. Well, fucking follow them back and get it. You're doing like a lot of work not to have a good time. Dude, come on. That's $7 gold for free every month. Someone's going to give you their password. Seven fucking dollars. Dude, times are tough right now. Times are tough. That's six cups of coffee for free a month. Yeah, do you drink regular coffee? Do you have a coffee machine at home, Wendell? I got a Keurig, yeah. Ooh, okay, good. Keurig, classy motherfucker. I got Look a Mr. That. Coffee. Starbucks, I never use it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, coffee's like seven cents at home. And goes to But star- it's like $50. Look at Daddy Warbucks over here. I don't even use my Keurig. You get that crazy well, shit with the fucking ice cream on top of it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a banana split. Caramelo. You get like a fucking... A banana You get like a churro with fucking with honey buns on it. Yeah. And then there's like a drop of fucking coffee in it. That's a man drink. Mm, I need this to wake up. <laughs> well, I mean, my Starbucks, my, my Starbucks near me is like, is like going to Cheers. I walk in and everyone knows my name. I mean... You know, it's kind of hard to beat. Hmm. They uh, treat me good. You go there for the company? Sometimes. You go there for the for to see the people? It's social for you? It, it is a little bit social for me. Hmm. I, I, That's kind of sad. I know my name. They all uh, treat me good. Sometimes they give me a free drink, free refill and stuff. Huh. So Wendell walks in. Yeah. Hey, Dick! Hey, douchebags here! <laughs> <laughs> give him a free coffee. He'll get the fuck out of here quicker. Hey, give him a pint of Brighter's ice cream. Get him the fuck out of here. Hey, Susan, your stalker's here. <laughs> Hi, Wendell. <laughs> All right, we're busting your balls too hard today. I'm sorry. I'm, I have to apologize at this point. Ditto. Yeah, why? Well, because you're a great part of the show, and we just busted your balls for 20 minutes straight. It's not fair. After a certain point, it's not fair. You're a fucking team player, dude. I'll survive. I will survive. All right. We got other people's balls to bust. 
So we will call you back in a little bit and we'll review some of those movies. All right. What do you think? In 30 minutes or so? Maybe I got time to go to Starbucks right now. Just go to Starbucks and keep your phone on you. Copy that. All right. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Love you. All right, dude. Love you. All right. So... All right, now we can talk about grown up Let's shit. Let's suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell's gone to bed. Kids are gone. We're going to fuck in the living room. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to last week's episode. <laughs> I, I'm having technical difficulties over here. Hopefully you can listen to it. I, I was trying to listen to it. On yeah, it's not working, it right? Yeah, it wouldn't damn it. Because the funny thing is, is Libsyn says that they're having iTunes problems, but then everybody's... Um, everybody else's shit is working. And iTunes says they're having lips in problems. But it's not What's even. Going on? So listen to everything on All Things Comedy. That is a uh, that works sure fine. Fire. I apologize. It's only a stream. Jesus Christ! How do I expect people to listen to a fucking website? You know what I mean? It's got to be like downloadable. Oh, I see what you're saying. You got to sit this at the is, computer. This is a disaster. Hey, this while you're like, doing the dishes, uh, and then for the next six months, people are going to be like, "How come you don't do a podcast anymore?" <laughs> Meanwhile, I've done my homework every fucking week. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Stay in the zone here, folks. Full charge. Full charge. Last week, should we listen to a little bit of it? <laughs> sure, if you if you got it queued right. up. I don't listen, so. Okay. I just remember I stormed out. Yeah, let's uh So, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 take <laughs> So, let's let's kind of go over like what was going on though. So, sure. You had been working how many days in a row? Dude, for the better part of four weeks, I probably had like a day off, maybe two. And describe these hours to people. Oh, like 16, 18-hour days. So there's just no sleep. No, you go home. Like the wife and kid are getting ready for school and work at like 6.30 in the morning. I come in, oh, hey, guys. And they're like, hey. Because they're all just out of the shower, fucking eating breakfast. Yeah. My daughter jumps up watching her cartoons. Hey, what's up, Dad? Hey, buddy. How you doing? (laughs) See, Dad's half alive. Yeah, because I missed – I stopped – I told Brian, I'm like, I just – I don't think I even want to work there anymore, right? Oh, this – yeah. And he goes, how about like two – he's like, how about three days in a row? And I'm like, well, I can actually make some money with that. Sure. Because it's funny when you just take like one or two days of work there. Right. You get no sleep, you want to die, and then you get the shitty paycheck. Right. Three days bumps you into that zone of, meh. Not bad. I can spend this on something. Right. right. So I took the work. Well, that went horribly wrong. (laughs) 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 That's Wendell. Hold on. Let's but then you heard this? Sets in this, is, this is like, Wendell on that. Never mind. I go back and forth mentally. I'm talking about the exact same thing uh-huh. on this podcast. On this podcast, I wanted to call Brian at, at like – your alarm goes off at 3.30 in the morning. Right. And you just – I almost called Brian. He was on vacation. He like, said, hey, I, I don't fucking ask me to work here anymore. <laughs> right. I told you I didn't want to work here anymore, <laughs> which just only goes to show you how irrational and crazy you can become, yes. as Craig will now demonstrate. <laughs> I'd be like, God, your fucking Bible, read it. God is an insane fu- – A Bigfoot corpse. Go fucking ahead. Have you ever – Do you believe that All there right. was a Bigfoot cover-up? No. Okay. You just think we can't I mean, find it. So – 
Craig got a job, which and I congratulated you by the way. Yeah, working, working and, it, on and it's a, not really a job yet. It is a job. You're going to Minnesota to tape this. Sure. Tape a pilot, right? Right. Well, there you right. go. Maybe it'll be better than Breaking Bad's pilot. Right. <laughs> okay, let's just say that. And so everyone was just kind of like, we don't believe in Bigfoot, right? And you, yeah. you're defending right. it. Right. Beings for thousands of years, Indians fucking. First off, I don't know what your, yeah, your comparison what I'm is. Telling you you is, got about as much chance of finding one of those the, as you do in Bigfoot. The Bigfoot mythology's been around forever and ever. It's not that hard to believe that there'd be some fucking animal out there that's no, they hiding might. away from people. And it, they and they might bury their own. I mean, the, the corpse yes, thing is like kind of, but if they're, if they're burying their own or they eat the dead. how can we never found a Bigfoot bone? Or fucking they eat the dead, maybe. <laughs> I've never found go a Bigfoot bone. Okay, yeah, yeah. dinosaur bones. So already, cop, go ahead and pause it. So me, we're, yeah. we're talking about, and not to throw you in this mix, I don't know you really that well about this kind of shit. I've been, list, I've been loving this kind of shit since well, I was like fun. fucking right. And I even say that. UFOs, ancient world, all that. I've been just loving and reading about it, studying it. Right. For no fucking reason. Well, you're interested in it because, and I, I brought this up. I said, it's fun, right? And you it's go, fun. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Right, right, I right, love right, that right. shit. Right. Yeah. And so, but I'm dealing with two guys that believe in fucking nothing. Right. And right? I don't, and I, yeah, they believe in nothing. And I'm also arguing their side. Now, granted, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it if I was and a that's dick. that's fine. I wasn't a dick at all. I was very reasonable. No, I congratulated you. But but then but but Brian, right. but Brian just keeps jumping on you. And my whole thing is like I'm not here to prove Bigfoot's real. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, hey, if you live in Minnesota in two weeks, I'm going to be doing comedy there. Right, right, right. right. It'd be great to see a uh, an actual podcast fan. Yeah, because we're doing this at some fucking casino. Do you know the details? Because you can pimp it right now if you want. Uh, it's in court. Okay. C O R T. Yeah. At Black Bear Casino. Okay. Find out the details and and text me. Okay. And so I'll plug it at the beginning of the yeah. Podcast. And if people want to go for free, they can, I'm pretty sure it's a fucking nowhere mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Right. I'm almost positive of that. Minnesota's a great place to do comedy. I've already looked at like what kind of shows they have there. Right? Yeah. At this casino, me and my yeah. wife, I go, let's just see what the entertainment looks like. <laughs> right. And I bring it up, and it was like. Cover band, Journey cover band, and then like 80s cover band, and then like Polka Dude. And yeah. I, I looked at my wife, I go, I'm fucked. You know that, right? I go, I'm fucked. Well, this no, is not no, my no, crowd. No, 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 no. As long as you don't have to follow those people, <laughs> right? You're going to be fine. So then our show. This only goes to show you those people are entertained by anything. Right. So then our show is even weirder because our show is like, hey, if you've seen a Bigfoot, come on down. We want to talk to you. Right, so I'm like, none of my meth jokes are gonna work here. I'm almost right, like, right. pretty sure of that. That's not true. You, you never know. Don't count yourself. Yeah, out. you never know. Dive into the meth and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You can bail. So you can pull the ripcord. Like the only way I'm looking at this is, all right. So this is a Bigfoot show. Okay, <laughs> this is a Bigfoot show, and it's not even the good kind where yeah. you're like, look, we've paid money, we got photos. Right. None of that shit's right, happening. Right. We have no money. Sure. So it's yeah. No one's got photos. So if somebody picks this fucking show up, people are like, dude, what do you do for a living? Be like, I make sixty five grand a year doing a fucking Bigfoot show. I fantastic. <laughs> I'm all about this. That's about tripping into the middle class of entertainment world and being like, uh, I never expected I'd do this. Right. But fucking bring it on. Right. right. And this is just after after everybody was talking about their show business dreams. Right. And then they had the nerve to say Bigfoot this wasn't shit real. Mine. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't have to say Bigfoot so, wasn't real. So the funny right. part, we haven't gotten there yet. 
<laughs> so, what are your dreams? So I should tell you that before I even got to the show, you know, that morning, I'm, again, maybe five, six hours of sleep. Yeah. Been dealing with this crazy production for for like two, three weeks. These guys are were out of – it was like a music video but yeah. a feature film. Okay. If that – I mean, you you yeah. know that's horrible. Right, they're the worst kind of people to deal with. Right, uh, it's an urban film. <laughs> I was gonna say everybody's late. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> people keep trying to hijack and direct. Oh, right? like people keep slinging like crazy, like, yo, dude. do it like this. Yes, and trying to dress everybody. That's exactly what was happening. The brother of the main actor kept like going over to like the actress, be like. Yo, um, you need to take them titties out. Look, you need to you you're you're more you're not vulnerable, right? Right, you're more of a vixen. Mm-hmm. Where the director has already told her, so you're less vulnerable, <laughs> <laughs> or you know the exact opposite of whatever this dude said. Yeah. And then the, they also they were talking to the dude like who does the sets, and they're like, "Hey, go show me her office." And it's like, sure. Takes her up to the office, and he goes, "No, no, no." Because the character, the director and writer, yeah, okay, they're like, yeah, she's she's struggling, you know. This yeah. is a girl who's struggling. Her office is what it is, but she's gonna make it. And she's yeah. confident. Right. So he walks up there. He goes, Nah, this ain't who she is. He's all, This chick's got class. Yeah, like, this office needs to be classy. Right. Like she's got it going on. Right. And so it was just constantly. So how many like days that. of this? How many days of this? Like four days of this straight, right? Four, three weeks. Oh Jesus Christ! Three weeks. I All was, right. So then you fought traffic. Yeah. So I was already you showed up. You showed up early to work. Yes. To right. Do the podcast. So which makes it a seventeen-hour day. Right. Traffic was horrible. I was already in a pissy mood. All right. Let's see where we go from here. <laughs> so, yeah. before. Who are they? Yeah. Who are they? I've never found. Oh, I thought we were talking about us. How come you no. never found a bigfoot? We never find bones. We find <laughs> chicken bones and shit. I love you it. found chicken bones. <laughs> I did. How about bones? <laughs> In this boneyard at Buffalo Wild Wings. No, I don't know why, lunch. dude. I don't fucking know why. I'm just, I'm a fucking believer, asshole. It's fun. So, okay. You're starting to get a little agitated. Um, yeah, right I now. am. I am. That was yes. the first sign of it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you why I started to get <laughs> agitated. Because then Brian starts lobbing in uh, stuff that's not true. Yeah. And for some reason, when it comes to like UFOs, big, all that stuff, I become this defender guy who's like, Fuck you. Right. You're fucking perpetuating myths that people have shot down a long time ago. I'm the same way with politics. Right. I will lose my fucking mind if you start, well, Obama's trying to take away the guns. I'm like, no, the fuck? He's not. Well, Brian also has a big brother syndrome where he kind of fucking lobs shit at you. And then he also shuts you down. He also filibusters because he keeps talking, talking, talking. He doesn't necessarily say anything, but he just keeps talking, 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 talking. He will throw you. He's throwing me under the bus in front of so many productions. Like, hey, Matt, you know, he fucking, he he blows people in the bathroom. You should talk to him. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's a bad yeah, example. Fuck, but. it's fun. God damn it. As I've, fun as it is to shit on believers. Do you read books about it? No. <laughs> okay. You just no, watch I've, his cartoon. See, this is getting crazy for me because I'm really trying to ask you <laughs> yeah. questions. Right. But then I'm the middle ground and then these guys are way up here fucking. <laughs> right. At people, I've been cornered. Speaking of being cornered at a party, I've been cornered at a party. Jeremy Engel used to work at Sony, and there was this one guy that was obsessed with Bigfoot. You're like, oh, cool, let's talk about Jeremy Engel. Yeah, I love that guy. (laughs) (laughs) See, I believe the mermaid one because they keep finding creatures in the ocean that we never knew existed. That's like a human with a a real mermaid? Yeah. That's me me saying the same thing. How come that's not real? 
Give me a fucking break. What, what if you saw Bigfoot right. riding a mermaid? I'm out. Oh, oh come on. No, I'm tired. not going to get attacked, dude. No, no, no. He's tired. I'm just having – he's too tired, man. <laughs> so listen to Hollywood Anonymous, <laughs> the group that pissed off my favorite fucking host. Now Greg, listen to Greg's him. great guest on the on the Hollywood Anonymous. All listen right. to Brian Olsen. What just happened? Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened. He's fucking exhausted. And now everyone, now that's the key fucking idea here. I am. Like I, this wouldn't happen. My brain's after, not even functioning. This wouldn't happen after ten hours of sleep. No. And there's like there's a certain amount of you become. This is gonna sound sexist, but you can become like a, a you're like basically on your period. Yeah, when you're tired. Totally. Yeah, like you go from zero to emotional in a fucking second. second. Yeah, and my emotion becomes fuck you, get off my dick. I'm the same way. And then those guys were talking a little bit negative on top of it, like when like working at Hollywood locations, they were equating it to working as like. You know, digging a ditch or something just <laughs> earlier like, in the fucking episode. And he thinks it's real. And he just – he got frustrated. I never said it was he fake. he couldn't – he just he – just, he just got frustrated and left. Cause it also goes to show you that Brian doesn't – even though he, he has us work for him, he doesn't understand that these hours are fucking crazy. Looney Tunes. Sure. And he doesn't know he's dealing with – Insane people oh, all fuck day long. Yeah, I'm insane. Yeah. Is this as real as it's ever gotten in the full this charge power hour? Never happened. He's always right. Very jovial. I know. That's why and, I thought he was messing around. Uh, well, he's just fucking. Trust me, he's just exhausted. <laughs> and See, Brian hasn't worked his hours in forever. No, they're not. No. He's, he'll be fine in about let's five call, minutes. Let's call he's right. right yeah. Listen to what Wendell let, says, though. No, is, that's going to be fine. Because you know why? Because he got out when his instincts told him to get out. Yeah. I thought he was kidding that whole time. Yeah, right. That's all true, right there. I knew he wasn't. I've never talked to him about Bigfoot before. That's why I thought he was kidding. I never knew that he was into Bigfoot. Then how did you know that he was not kidding? I just he told me he wasn't kidding. Just now. I just asked him, are you for real? He said yes. Yeah, oh, you, that was Hall Ruiz. Right? What's wrong yeah, about no, that? You're like, I know the guy. I was in a What's conversation up, with him. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Oh, come on now. Craig's going to listen to this, and he's going to get even more upset. Craig is not going to listen to this. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. I wouldn't expect you him to. I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> I wouldn't expect him to believe in shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess to each their own. I, I mean, if you see a bear or something that looks weird in the Oh, forest, my God. Maybe you fucking talk That's about That's fucking that. retarded shit. There we go again. A bear and an ape look totally fucking different. That's because now we can get into a whole other fight. Because <laughs> Wendell's... But the, but Wendell no, was, I wouldn't even have Wendell it. Wendell was so set up on that. Sure, for he sure. He was so set up <laughs> on that. So you can't fucking you can't so get mad at him. The funny part is, so I leave there, and then I'm at work. So right. it's not like I can leave. Like, Fuck you! No, no, no. Okay, yeah. time to clock in. Yeah, now I gotta be now. here for sixteen hours. And guess who your boss is? The guy that just pissed you <laughs> off before work. And we just got an argument with. So I already know. Like in ten minutes, I've got to talk to him. So I fucking, I, I'm hot. I go to the office, bah, walk outside for a minute, and then I just it sets in. I call the wife, yeah. right? And I go, "Fuck, man!" And I, I tell her what happened. She goes, "Oh, okay." And I go, and I, I just stormed out of there. I go, I was pissed. And she goes, oh. And then I start laughing, and I go, okay, so the ridiculous part is <laughs> I got pissed off defending fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> so now I'm crazy, too. And then my wife just goes, <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad you said it. And then we just started fucking <laughs> rolling. 
happened, you know? Because then we're all, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, how mad did you get? Like, she knows how mad I can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. I go, I go I, Craig, 10. <laughs> no, it was only like a four. No, you're right. Because it was probably you a four or a five. I just saw, <laughs> I just saw this is what I saw. Like, this is what my eyes focused on for some reason. I just saw headphones coming off. Yes. You're like, oh. I just saw headphones Here coming goes. off. And you were leaning forward, and I was like, he's out. Yeah. I'm like, he's out. And the other guys were like, they were like, what, what, what? But I'm so used to, every time I hit record on this goddamn machine, like regular healthy relationships turn to shit within 60 minutes. So I was just like, oh. And we were in the Herald, too, which is where we used to fight all the time, where everyone used to fight all the time, remember? Oh, yeah, and Once yeah. we moved to the apartment, everything was fine. But in the Herald, there was something about the ghost of William Randolph. That fucking just brought it gets out. Gets it going. Yeah. I got a hot scoop. No, you don't. That's mine, Charlie. Oh. You know, there's like the ghost of those bad vibes there. That's good shit. All right. I got to um, recharge my phone real quick because we got more phone calls. So I did a podcast with these two guys, Matt Bellick and Franco Harris in Florida. It's their the podcast? local comics. It's my podcast. Okay. And I called Shay um, – and uh, I haven't edited this down, so but let's just li- let's, let's just listen to this whole scenario and this whole bit I get into. What's up, man? Nothing, man. I'm sitting at a hotel room in Florida with a couple lo- local comics, and I just wanted to tell them about um, my first homophobic experience. <laughs> well, how gay, how gay you were? Yeah. How gay you were about how, being a homophobic? How scared I was of my own feelings. <laughs> I know. It's fucking weird. It's like... <laughs> I was like, we're testing the mattress. I didn't see lay, like lay on my dick. So, <laughs> so, the fuck? so Shay's house sitting for me while I'm gone, and uh, he's setting up his own bed in there, and uh, he lays down on it to check out like if the frame's right. And uh, well, he, tell, he got, tell him the situation with his couch first. Well, yeah, we're putting it on a couch. Well, it's like a sofa bed, which is a fucking, which is the makeshift frame. And so yeah. Shay's never slept on it before. Uh, he don't know if it's going to be good or not. He don't know if it's going to fall over, tip over, whatever. This is not standard issue shit. And he lies down on it. And then he goes, uh, will you lie down next to me? He's like, check, because Shay's, you know, Shay's going to have a girl over. Of course. So he wants well, to see if it'll tip over or whatever. Well, and, here's the best part. It's like an old leather couch from, like, 1990. Yeah. Like, this couch belongs in a college frat house, right? Yeah, I know. So the frame is a full-size frame, and my bed is a queen-size. Right. So on both ends, there's, like, a good, like, maybe half a foot hanging off the edge. So I don't want to roll over and just fucking be on the fucking ground. Or yeah. some girl's over, and she's on the fucking ground. Like, what the fuck's going on? No, no, now we got so a lawsuit. Up. So, so, yes. so your question was valid. Or your, you yeah. know, your idea was valid. So yeah. I lay down on the mattress for about three seconds, and then I go... <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it got uncomfortable now, real quick. Now I'm some I'm a guy that'll do gay shit. I'll walk up at the comedy store all the time. I'll grab dudes' uh, asses. I'll fucking say gay shit. Gay shit doesn't make me uncomfortable. Lying there in the in the in my bedroom with you, with no one else there, to fucking laugh it off with, fucking shot me up like uh, like a gun went off and I was. Like, yeah. Well, here's the best part is I asked you, I was like, lay down so I can see if it's even. You go, no. I'm like, just lay the fuck down. And you're like, I don't know. And you did it. And it was such awkward silence. You got uncomfortable. You're like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. I'm like, 
Well, hold on, hold on. Hey, wait, pause that. I just got up. I got a question. Me and Shay are very upfront about our feelings. I go, all right, I couldn't do that for too long. Or something like that. <laughs> is yeah. it is it this couch? No, it's a couch in there. It's a sofa bed, and oh, we so put a mattress on it. So it's laid so out. The mattress was over the edges, so it was a legitimate point. But you really don't need me. In okay, all fairness, so, yeah. you really don't need me to lie on it. You know, there's a Will chance she fit right. it's hip right. for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> So and then he seemed a little unnecessary. I might get a bag of potatoes. Fucking smooth talker. Why don't you talk me through it? You know what I mean? Why weren't you like? I didn't know you were going to be awkward. Why don't you change the subject and be like, "How you know Dodgers are doing well this year?" (laughs) (laughs) You got to go like I you too quickly. You're like, "Oh fuck!" I'm not fucking with you. You're like, I didn't bite you. yeah, for a second I was like, oh, he might be a flinchy dog. So I was like, I'm not going to fuck with this. All right, I'm trying to find. Oh, we'll have an update on that. I'm like, this isn't like like a foot away. And I was just like, it was just like dead quiet. Pretty close. If you guys were there, I'd be fine with it. But there's just something creepy about it. Because <laughs> I think there's no one to validate that nothing gay happened. Just the well, two of you. that's the thing. I wouldn't care if someone said I was gay. Right. I just didn't want to be gay. Right. <laughs> so you didn't want to scared that deep down inside. Didn't want to get like, that comfortable feeling like, like this is all right, yeah. no? That's, that's this feels joke. right. I'm saying I would say I'm this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. I'm saying men would be much more comfortable and I'm not talking about oral sex. I'm saying men would be much more comfortable with mm, borderline gay behavior if there weren't society's rules. Like laying this in the bed next, next to your butt. Like Roman Times. And you might, you, yeah. I think that's very when true. When you're like, right. yeah, I have sex with a lot of it is like I didn't do my homework on this. So basically, we get to a point in the story where we talk about like, there's a joke. It's a joke. It's like, if two guys, it's, called, it's basically gay chicken. If two guys like <laughs> do gay shit to each other, the first guy to bail is actually gay. Oh, he's scared yeah, of his yeah, real yeah, feelings. Yeah. Gay chicken. Yes. Right. yes. It's obviously a joke because there's no winners in this. Right. Right. So then this kid Franco out of Florida who hardly knows you, correct? He yeah, he well no, I, I've done some shows with him and stuff. But he 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 texts me. He's like, "Hey, I want to write this sketch um about gay chicken. It's based on your bit though." And I'm like, I just wrote him no fucking way. That's my bit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're calling Franco right now to see what his thought process was with that. Does he know you're calling? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm at work. What, what size would you like that, ma'am? <laughs> he is at work. Oh. <laughs> Probably has a better job than I do. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh. He's busy. Franco, for the last fucking time, where is the fucking paper in the copier? Oh, Damn it! Come now on, I gotta cut this out, dude. Ah, la la. Now let people call him. Franco, call us, man. Later. They got a dog next door. Oh, is that new? Yeah. Shh. These walls are so fucking thick. They got a little dog at that. Yeah. They got a little dog. They're like, he's a rescue and all this stuff. Oh well, he should it's be like, happy. It's like you guys need a rescue because you keep doing dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to come rescue. Do they have a kid? They got a kid. They got a one-bedroom apartment. Yep. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I hear you. I hear you. We got a two. 
We're banging it out. You got, a, you got a dog? Fuck no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I got, I got those two, two fucking cats. That's okay. bad enough. Okay. You get my point then. Fuck, totally. The only reason they got cats is because they wanted a dog. But I'm like, who do you think's going to take, take care, care of the yeah. fucking... Yeah, Walk me. Yeah. I went, yeah. And the last thing I need at five in the morning when I am coming home from work, like, oh, I guess I got to walk you. Right. He's like, yeah. No, I remember being broke as shit. My ex-girlfriend, we went to look at this dog, you know, and I was like, well, that's great, but, um, you know, neither of us have been to the dentist in years. Right. Uh, we can barely afford each other. Thank you. Uh... You know, you can go to jail for not taking care of a dog. Right. <laughs> People judge you at the vet. Yes. If it's like a a cat, they're like, eh, put it down. Yeah. Put the cat down. It's different. <laughs> it's different. Because <laughs> dogs love cats. Yeah, yeah, dogs are like people that don't argue with you. Right. <laughs> Yo, Matty. What's up, buddy? We're on the phone with Matt Bellick. Now, now we had to skip the Franco part of this because Franco didn't answer the phone. But basically where we're at in the story is I did I, – I riffed on my podcast about gay chicken, right? Yes. And then Franco texted me and said, hey, I want to write a bit based on your joke. Correct. And then we had a good laugh about it. And then you worked with Theo Vaughn this weekend. And tell us what happened. Uh, well, he's, he's got a joke that involves uh – Gay chicken. Not necessarily what we were talking about, but the jokes. Yeah, he says gay chicken. He, he does have a gay chicken joke, which just goes exactly. to show you it's not even mine to give away. Oh. I mean, Franco's just trying to. Uh, he, he wrote this. Uh, he wrote like an episode, like this little web series he going to do and he like he had me read the opening scene. The opening scene is just one of my jokes. <laughs> 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 uh, you're like, I really like the first half a page. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all it was. He's like, dude, this is just all I got so far. And it was just my joke. And, and you're, like, so and you're, you're like, oh, cool, you got my joke. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're not a writer. You're like, no, this is all I got so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help. <laughs> Thanks for writing it down Looks for like me. I you're wrote my, a sketch. You're my new secretary. <laughs> Frank. I, t- I mean, I don't know. Is a Theo Vaughn joke or something about gay chicken to where, uh, I don't know, something to the effect of like two, two friends will... They both grab each other on the dick, and then whoever comes first is gay, or I don't know. Yeah, that's the same bit. I, st- I, I stole that from Theo without even knowing it. So yeah, there you go. Have you heard it before? No. I've definitely heard it before, but, oh. I, but I, didn't, I didn't put two and two together. It's, the details were different, and you saw how organically mine came up. I was going right. to say, yeah, he went right to it. Yeah. Right, right, no, right, you're right, grabbing right. dicks till shot. Yeah, so that's that. I'm glad we cleared that up before it got too far, because I was actually going to start writing a bit about so, it. And Frank- I've known Theo for like 10 years. So tell Franco he can have it. Yeah, tell Frank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying, Matt. You should just because he doesn't even know that Theo does a joke about that. So you should just give him permission. You should, be like, dude. You should totally do my gay chicken. <laughs> it's yours until Theo gets comes back to Florida. Is like you fucking asshole. I should just go through Theo's half hour special and be like, you should also do a bit about here's another uh, one: child molestation, <laughs> mental retardation. Yeah, I, I, Franco, I wrote you some jokes. It's all Theo. <laughs> and here's the delivery you're going to want to do. Like, kind of like Forrest Gump. <laughs> all right. Oh, my well, God. Well, thanks for clearing that up, dude. Where are you at, Freak? You in Cali? I'm in Los Angeles. Going to be in New York tomorrow. Hey. Look at how the world... Look at that. Traveling when you, uh, the world. If you get back down in the sunshine, see, hit us up, buddy. I will, dude. You're the first people I call. Oh, <laughs> All right, dude. Good talking to you. All 
you guys stay good, bud. All right, later. <laughs> where right. where are they? They're in South Florida. Oh, and they're, they're a trip. The wannabe so California. They're just, they're, yeah, they're just this tour like uh, without the bathroom door, right? That's the guy without the bathroom door. Where at his house? In, at his yeah. house. Oh, are you kidding? Well, no, no, me? no, no, no. There is a door. It's just not on the hinges, so you have to pick it up. Oh, <laughs> let's get some screws, dude. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Screws in a drill gun, dude. And the sad part is, if I'm not mistaken, they put in one of the hinges and then just left it shitty. Hey, dude, can we – let's get some fucking hustle pants on, dude. (laughs) We should have a new reality show called, like, Pimp That Door. And we just go to people's houses and fix their door. Hey, you know our job. And put dude. rims on it and shit. But people just, hey, we need to take this door off. And yeah. it's it's off. And right. then like, hey, we need to put this door back. And it's back. Yeah, I mean, it right. ain't that difficult. No, it's like somebody taped a... Uh, if I can do it, it ain't hard. Yeah, exactly. I'm the unhandy man. Right. So if I can make, pull that shit off, yeah, well, let's get this done. Let's get that fucking door up. Maybe I'll right. buy you a ticket to Florida. My God. Or, or a sheet. Could you staple a sheet to the uh, door? Yeah, well, you know I mean, you mean? could. You could do all this no, stuff. Uh, yeah. That's, but let's they, motivate, guys. But they How old are they? Like 20? Oh, they're like 25. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Did your mom have to come over and go, fucking get the door on already? Not the shit. I don't even know you, and I'm shitting on you. You have to call Irwin? You go out there? You you do do the, do the road? No. No, he's, a, he's not right. a comic. No? No. no. You're... <laughs> He's one of the good ones. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, no, I just want to know why the fuck he doesn't watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm yeah, here for. That's, it makes even more sense. It's <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. Breaking <laughs> Who are we calling now? Erwin. Oh, boss man. He never answers the phone. Does he know you're calling? Hi, this is Brian. I can't take your phone call right now. Go ahead and leave a message. Send him a text. Get back as soon as I can. Thanks for calling. And then he'll call you. Fuck it. It's not worth it. No, you're right. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 Let's try to pretend like we're going to rent the place. Hey, uh, I wanted to rent the the lobby. We're going to shoot. Uh, a little, maybe like some soft porn. Jeff, what, what, Jeff, what, what else did you want? What, what was the price? You know what? Uh, look, we got like five hundred dollars, and uh, we're looking at maybe shooting the jail, the bar, uh, a couple of those apartments you got. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of like one, uh, um, one's like a really beat down apartment, and then the one's like a really fancy, like New York overlooks and, the city. And what we like to do is we like to bring in a sledgehammer. And just take all the walls out. Just a couple walls. And then and then shit on the floor and wipe our asses hey, with the piece of the walls that have fallen come down. On, come on. What kind of price would you want for that? All right. All right. This is garbage. <laughs> all right. Let's call Wendell. <laughs> let's. My, my prank phone calls are fucking. They're hurting. You ever, uh, you ever prank call someone in the no, that back, was, back that in was the, the day? Worst, that was the worst. And prank they could phone call, call you back. Yeah. And like, well, yeah, I, this is before I realized they they knew how someone knew how to do that. And you're all well, oh, hello. They're all stop fucking calling. You're like, oh shit. Well, yeah. Guess guess what? I mean, this is how dumb I am. He knows it was me calling. <laughs> right. That's even. Better. <laughs> that was the dumbest fucking thing we ever did on this podcast. <laughs> name pops up. Hey. This but I mean, who else gets to prank a phone call their boss? <laughs> right. So fuck all Good y'all. Point. Oh shit! Now I'm calling you. Oh, don't hey, answer! Matt. Don't answer! No, it's Matt. I got to call him. <laughs> this is someone I like. 
Yeah, that's another part that sucks about working there. All these fucking random numbers start calling you. Oh. Then you answer the phone all the time. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this is Citibank. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah, if it's outside of LA, I try not to answer the phone. Yeah, but you never know. People you move never here know. all the time. And they might, yeah. Like, hello, locations? No, you owe us money. I like when you're not working there and they still call you. It, the gate's not open. It's always some British fucking party. Yeah, at like three in the morning. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, it's going to stay closed. Call somebody else. Yeah, I'm like not there. Suck it. Suck it. Suck my dick. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know what I'm going to do for a podcast next week. Oh, talk to me. <laughs> this guy. Did you get some coffee? You sound like a completely different person. Totally, right? <laughs> no, I haven't made it out there yet. I was gonna wait and take a shower before I left. What's your go to what's your go to drink there? Oh, uh during the summer it's peach green tea lemonade. <laughs> it's only available uh, like the spring summer. summer. Dude, there's and like ten cold. degrees of difference in Los Angeles. Summer. What do you get in the winter when it gets down to sixty? <laughs> uh I get, when it's cold I get a uh, big coat get, and uh <laughs> I get a coat, and then I get a uh, a uh, grande hazelnut mocha. Mm. All right, lady and drink. Depending on how early it is, I might get a triple shot of espresso in there. <laughs> sure, make it kind of manly. I just get a right. fucking grande black coffee, no room, bro. Yep, like my men, black. Wendell <laughs> orders a triple mocha and a purse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Boom. I, I like the mocha because they taste good. I don't have to put any creamer or yeah. sugar or anything in it. Here we go. Easy. Watch the come out of your mouth. Yeah. So what, uh, what did you? Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, annihilation. What did you see What's again? Up? What movie did you see? Yeah, I saw a whole smorgasbord. Maggie. Right. Movie number one. Oh, Maggie. That's right. Yeah, I saw Maggie. Uh, <laughs> the new Schwarzenegger movie. I'm surprised no one's heard of it. it it's not getting a bunch of uh, buzz or anything. Oh, I'm well, shocked. <laughs> well, here's the chance for the buzz right is here. Is he shooting a bunch of stuff? Buzz. Uh, Hold on, I just watched I just watched movie. Terminator 2 for the for uh-huh. recently. It's much different as an adult. Yeah, is it they, cause, shitty cause or they, good? Well, because they know that um, they find a they found a piece of like an arm from the. First future, one. I guess. Okay. From the first one. So right. then they go to the guy, the scientist's house, who's in charge of making another robot. Am I right, right about this? I don't know. And they're like, hey, You're man. Right so far. They go, hey, he's Schwarzenegger. Trying to, he's trying to take that arm that you're talking about yeah, and, and so, recreate the original Terminator. And so they break into this guy's house at, like, dinner time, the okay. scientist. All right. And, and Edward Furlong's like, hey, um, I'm going to go in the next problem. room and end my career. <laughs> You yeah. cut your arm off <laughs> and never work again. You cut your arm off and show this guy you're fucking a robot, right? First of all, and this is not my main beat, but first of all, Schwarzenegger cuts from like his elbow. Okay. Dude, just cut off your finger. What the fuck? Yeah, right? we can start a robot there. in there. We, yeah. can, we can do that. There's like bzz, bzz, Yeah. And so then they explain to him that they're from the future and that his company is going to start – 
uh, a robot revolution by finishing the project they're working on. And then at that point, does right. the guy go? And the guy Could goes, you get out of my fucking house? The guy doesn't go. Okay, let's um, let's fucking like really talk about this and let's take this to sure. a committee. And okay. Then, okay, we'll see what we get. They go. What we got to do is we got to break into the company and destroy all the fucking work that everyone's you've done. Done, and you'll lose your job. As if. No one's ever going to fucking work on science ever again right. if we blow up this one building. <laughs> right. Not only that, now you're going to go to jail. Like, this is the future. Yeah. Like, robots are going to come back and kill civilization in, like, 20, 30 years. Yeah. That gives you a whole 20, 30 years of life. And, yeah. And you can much more subtly shut down the operation. We're, you can take people on wild goose chases. Like, yeah, we think this is from Mars. We think this is that. Sure. We think this is a hoax. You don't have to go in there and kill everybody, right. blow up the fucking building, never work again, and go to jail for the next 50 years. Well, if I was the guy, I'd be like, so let me get this part straight. Yeah. I'm going to be highly successful <laughs> and probably live out the rest of my days pretty well. When has that ever stopped a scientist or someone in the getting rich business? No, ever. <laughs> I would be like, like, so really, I just need to kill you two right now, right, and get you the fuck out of my house. Yeah, because you're crazy, and I'm good. Yeah. yeah, or just be like, I've been kidnapped and brought here by this Austrian. That's right. It. <laughs> and he's like, I can't believe I can't make a fucking robot. I can't speak proper English. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um. Now, uh, now, now, James Cameron. Dear James Cameron, you obviously don't know what you're doing. You're not successful at all. That's not what, what I said. That's not what we're. That's saying. not what I said. I said. As an adult, the plot is much different. As as life becomes a scary, mm-hmm. terrifying world of consequences, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's not a lot of common sense in the actions of the scientist. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. There I don't know where the right. fuck you got your conclusion <laughs> from. Ruth Bomb. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm a big uh, Terminator 2 fan. So that, oh, just trumps, that just trumps every reasonable thing I just said. Me too. I mean, ho- you're, you're like a typical American, but this is how I feel. Look, most Hollywood movies are based on the fact that, look, people are going to not even give a shit about this no, part. No, They're it's gonna absurd. They're going to go right past all this and be it's, like, just blow some shit up. As they should. It's right. a movie. Yeah. Like, I'm not uh, saying, totally. I'm not saying it's, I'm just saying, like, if I was there, you know, now that I'm, when I saw it when I was 17, I was like, cool. But when I'm 40, I just have all these paranoias. And con- like, yeah. I have this huge fear of jail. So Man. I'd just be like, let's take a couple days to think about this. I was going to say. I wouldn't go straight to work and start killing people. If all movies were based on like, <laughs> all right, plot points, let's let's get real, guys. There'd be no good movies. So isn't this new one like a reboot of Terminator 2? Yeah, that cancels out a lot of it all does? four yeah. movies. From what yeah. I understand, the nerds are saying. Oh, yeah, because the woman is way young now. Like, like she already knew the mother of Sarah Connor. Yeah, right. I mean Sarah Connor. Yeah. Okay, when, uh, what are you reviewing? Sure. I mean, okay, I'm so definitely gonna go see it though. I mean Terminator Four or whatever. I can't wait. All right, so Arnold Terminator Five. So Arnold's new shitty movie is uh, is he serious in this? This is, yeah, this is like a serious drama. It's not a herpes. Okay, see that's why no one wants to see this movie. Yeah, he's not walking around with shotguns saying, I'll be back. Oh, fuck. I have no fucking desire to see this movie. So what, this is like a drama? Basically, it's it's, it's, it's sort of a zombie type. 
huh? movie. Like, basically, it's in the future at some point. I, I don't know. They don't say when. Oh. But his daughter, there's this virus what? outbreak, which makes people kind of turn into zombies or whatever. They don't come out and say that, but that's, that's okay. basically what you get from it. Does he fight Lou Ferrigno in this movie? <laughs> like a no, zombie Hulk? No, Lou Ferrigno is not in the movie. Does he fight him with his words? Does he what? does he intimidate him in a contest? No, no, that does not happen. No. no, he's in some small some small little podunk town somewhere and uh you know once you get uh if you get bitten by one of these uh they put you down zombies you have a certain amount of time until you're completely infected. Well, dude, this movie sounds point. really original, though. I've never heard of this concept sounds, before. Sounds like AIDS. I mean, yeah, it's it's not super original or anything, but uh, it, 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 it focuses on a more of the dramatic part of a loved one becoming infected and in, in that relationship and how you deal with that uh, more than... A bunch of people going out and blowing up zombies, crushing them into pieces and shit like The Walking Dead. So it's not like The Walking Dead or World War Z or anything like that. It's more of the personal thing, like, you know, Schwarzenegger and, should, uh, and Schwarzenegger's daughter in the movie. Uh, what? I'm sorry, what? What do you want to have for lunch? Yeah, let's, um, I don't know. Well, oh, so, so what did you, uh, what did you, what kind of rating did you give this, Wendell? Two? Uh, you know, it was pretty slow. Yeah. Definitely not a feel-good movie. I was going to say, exactly your talking about it was kind of slow. It's fucking... Right. Well, here's a little thing we do on the Full Charge Power Hours. We spoil all Schwarzenegger movies <laughs> because Schwarzenegger was such a dick for me. So how does this movie end? Um, it ends... Uh, <laughs> you really want me to give it up. Give it away. Fucking give it away. Dude. All right. Uh, well, it ends with uh, his daughter dying. Good. Uh, Could I mean, guess. She dies from the virus. Yep. Uh, his daughter's place. Why? Uh, Does he cry? <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So here's your new job. You go see that Terminator. You go see that Terminator movie either before it comes out or the the second. Go to that midnight screening on that Thursday. Yeah. You call me immediately. Right. We're putting out a special fucking podcast, and you are going to spoil this goddamn movie. <laughs> you understand me? I have a personal vendetta with Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and we're doing this. All right. So get on all that. Right. I'll pay. I'll reimburse sure. you for the movie and popcorn and soda. Any Starbucks you bring to this movie, okay? <laughs> This is an awesome. You're making me an offer I can't refuse here. Start looking. Oh, to, start looking up showtimes. He's an offer you cannot refuse. Bring a summer and a winter coffee. Hey. All right. Hey. hey. <laughs> Treat you yourself. <laughs> All right. What's the uh, yeah, something that comes out till July? Well, fucking like get ready. Just get ready. ready. Do not accept I'm any ready. work that day. Like, just <laughs> fucking get on this shit. Copy I'll never. Back. I'll never forgive Schwarzenegger for staring me down like that. No, n- none of us should. Um, what's the second movie you've seen? Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Um, Fifty Shades of Hell. Uh, <laughs> run all night with uh, Liam Neeson and Ed Harris. If you say a certain set of skills, I'm going to kill you. Well, you know, Liam Neeson is a guy with a certain set of skills. All right, give me your address. <laughs> I'm going to throw hot mocha in your face. Uh, seven. Um, oh wait, you never start. Yeah. You never gave stars to the oh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, how many stars? Oh, and cut oh, to yeah. it. Schwarzenegger. Uh, let's see. Cut to uh, it. 
cut to it. It's pretty depressing. You know, it's pretty slow and depressing. I, I got to give it like maybe two ice cream. Trucks. Thank you. Okay. What I originally right. said. Okay. Let's, all right. All right. Keep, all right this on. next Back one. Liam kid. Neeson and Leslie Nielsen are in yeah. a crime movie. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen, Back from the Dead. Um, no, Ed Harris, Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's it's not your typical. I I, I, can't, I know I was trying to pull off the the uh, guy with a certain set of skills, but it's not the it's not the same thing. It's from the writer, the same writer that wrote Out Out of the Furnace, which was a great movie. Hmm? And once I found that out, I was pretty disappointed in this. What movie is that? Out of the Furnace. Okay, yeah, that. Never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I got Google. So what's, so what's up with this movie? What's up with this movie that um, you're reviewing? Yeah, so run all night. Uh, basically, <laughs> Liam Neeson. It, it's not really original. Tell the story. Uh, tell the Neeson, Tell the story in real time. <laughs> Liam Neeson's not. I sat in my seat. Like a drunk, uh, rundown ex, like mob enforcer. Guy. Never seen that movie before. So Liam yeah, Neeson's no, a mob really guy right. with problems. Right. Middle age. Drunk now. I'm like too old for this shit. Hard. Right. Yeah, I'm retiring next week. Yeah. It's, and then Danny Glover gets stuck on a toilet? <laughs> so how it goes? You know, that would have been great. That would have made this movie great. But no. Um, so basically, uh, his son doesn't want anything to do with him. It's been estranged from him for years, okay. several years or whatever. Yep. And now they're like old, you know, you know, him and his buddy, played by Ed Harris, who is the mob boss. Uh, they're all old, and their sons are, like, you know, trying to take over whatever and fill in for, you know, whatever. Take over their, their lifestyle. Pizza? And, you know, Liam's son has nothing to do with the with the, the uh, old family business. And, of course, Ed Harris' son is a total cocksucker, worthless asshole idiot, fucking up all the time. And there's nothing Ed Harris there's can like do, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, you know, so you such and such okay. shit happens, and all good. of a sudden... Ed Harris' son ends up dead because he fucks up and does something stupid. And, and uh, Liam Neeson's son kills him. So now here he goes, this whole fucking drawn out war all around New York, New Jersey, and shit, and blah, blah, blah. So how many stars are you give yeah. Super excited. Um, how many stars? Let's see. Well, it's not stars. It's ice cream trucks. So let's calm down here with the stars. Details. Re- review the movie! <laughs> Rate the movie! Uh... Three, you know, three stars. I'll, I'll give it, uh, I don't know, it wasn't very good. Uh, two, two and a half? Like one, like one ice cream truck or something. One. Just for the action. We had a bunch of action, you know, comics. Horrible movie, there, great acting. All right. Great script, horrible movie. Directing was out of control. Acting fantastic. One star. And now, what's your third, dare I ask? Montage, <laughs> montage of Heck. Montage Have you seen it? Heck. I, Craig, I saw half of it. Right. Yeah, I was highly impressed. It's fucking amazing, yeah, all the it's footage they have. well done, yeah. I mean, I didn't like the ending. Well, yeah, because he died at the end. Is that a joke? Yeah. Did you just make a joke? He did. No, yeah, it was a joke. Oh, okay, good one. So, Same with Selma. This is, uh, it's a documentary. I didn't like that 9-11 documentary. I didn't like the starting or the ending. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what are you saying? Uh, First, tell the audience who Nirvana is. Kurt Cobain. Called, uh, and what, what, what band did he play in? Uh, Nirvana. And who, who were they? 
Uh, that was him, Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, and uh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Like my dad has no idea who Nirvana is. Really? And I was in a band and we played Smells Like Teen Spirit at the fucking talent show and he saw it and he still, like the song comes on my mom's like, oh my God, Matthew, you did such a good job on this song. <laughs> your dad's my like, dad's like, never heard it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if your dad's like, uh, you know, I think you need to record that. <laughs> Whenever smells, I smell a hit. <laughs> Whenever Smells Like Teen Spirit comes on, uh, my mom just goes like, Matt, that's is this song. She thinks like me and her are the only Matt's ones that know about song. it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, your mom's probably like, so how does the royalties thing work? Because it doesn't – I hear that song all the time still, and it just doesn't seem like you're That's getting great. your share. You know, you should really look into that and get a temp job, so they, too. They Mark think Solaire. you wrote that song when they hear it on the radio. No, they don't think saying? that. But they, they associate it with me because I'm their world. Now continue. Right, right. So, yeah, this documentary uh, directed by Brett Morgan, uh, who no one knows, of course, but he directed uh, – Stay the in the picture. Stay in the picture. Keep the kid in the picture or whatever? Yeah. Oh, that's good, yeah. yeah that guy's fantastic. Robert Evans documentary. He created a whole new style of documentary with a still pictures For and sure. Yeah. yeah. That was a great movie, by the way. Uh, the bonus we review, just, uh, uh, if you haven't seen uh, any kid's face in the picture, definitely yeah, check it It is out. great. It is great. So, <laughs> montage of well, that. Yeah, I mean, this is basically, they take uh, pictures and home video footage and everything uh, from, you know, I guess Courtney Love and Kirk Cobain's family and everyone else. Well, and, if uh, you've read documentary. the what they basically did is give the guy a key to Kurt's storage shed where they've kept this stuff since he died. And he said you basically walk into this huge room and there's just a pile of boxes standing in the yeah. fucking middle of the room. I'm really glad they do it, but it's the most intrusive thing in the whole fucking world. And I know he's dead. Sure. And, and the world needs to see it. I was going to say, I mean, but here's a guy who like documented fucking yeah. every aspect of his life. It's so cool. He's got like it written out in a notebook. It's like, yeah. it's oh, like right. distortion pedal. Amp. Like right. He's like got all the fucking math worked it's out. fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. What, what I liked about it is they would take those recordings of him just playing his guitar and talking. Yeah. And then animate it. No, it was really good. It was fantastic. Yeah. That part where he's playing the guitar, the phone rings, you see the cartoon. Oh, yeah, that was great. Get up, answer the phone. No, she's not here. All right. Click. Yeah, yeah, and just like, like regular mundane oh stuff. Fuck. You get to kind yeah, of see what it would look crazy. like. Yeah. It's like, wow, it's well done. What else is funny about it is uh, Courtney Love doesn't like Dave Grohl at all. See, that's and where so, I stopped. I stopped when she starts talking, and I, I need to finish it. It's actually pretty good. She's actually very likable in this. I mean, well... Sure. I mean, she's the producer on it, I think. Well, no, I don't well, even think he took into that stuff into account. Sure. She only became a, a crazy fucking hated bitch after he died. Right. Right? <laughs> I mean, up until that point, people are like, yeah, they're sitting in. Right, 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 right. Which means, yeah, they shoot a lot of heroin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're famous. Right. Um, but Dave Grohl no, is not interviewed in this movie. He said he was busy. That's, that's what pisses me off about it. That's what, what's one of my biggest gripes about the movie. Why, why is Dave Grohl not part of this? Two that's reasons. Dave Grohl doesn't okay. do TV. <laughs> <laughs> Two reasons. He was busy. It's not TV. He's, I'm kidding. He does, he's a whore. Dave, I love yeah. him, but he's a whore. <laughs> Dave should have uh, been on Yeah, it. Dave's busy, like playing with Paul McCartney and doing a million other things. Yeah, it's like, can we, every single band in America and the world is like, can right. we get Dave Grohl on this? And not to mention, he kind of, I don't know no, if he I, feels like, like Chris Novoselic knew Kurt when they were in high school. Yeah. So Chris Novoselic 
Kurt like kind of fucking dragged him along the whole way. Like, no, 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 now we're doing this. No, 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 now we're doing that. Right. It's like, all right. No, 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 now we're going to be the biggest man in the world. Okay. Okay. Dave Grohl showed up at the last minute. Yeah, he bought a showed fucking up. ticket. Yeah, we got a contract. We're going to make this record. <laughs> Who knows how it's going to turn out. Now, the other side of that, and I, I get your point, like maybe he's not as good a person to interview as Chris Novoselic, but in my opinion, he's he the second He should have been in it, yeah. Yeah, but Dude. Yeah, exactly. That's that's not acceptable for him not to be in there. I don't care what the fuck he has going on. Well, it was him. It was his career. It was this him. Is the only reason he has a career right now. Dude, Dave Grohl. Everything you do is stupid. Maybe Dave no, couldn't I, handle it, dude. I don't dude. care what else he has going on. He has time. It, it, it probably took years for him to fucking get this documentary together, right? It, documentaries don't... It's not like a six-month schedule, shooting schedule or something when you're on a fucking big budget movie. No, you have years to get a documentary. Well, you're hey, assuming he, he turned it down. Right. I think that's a political answer. I think the real answer is this is Courtney Love's documentary, and Dave Grohl wasn't really invited because they never got along. You never know. He might not have well, been. Well, that might be true, and you're right. In I fact, I'm going to do you down. one better. The only, One of the only things they show Dave Grohl do is insult Courtney Love. Oh, right. So right. not only is he not on it, I think she's trying to put in this little jab. It had nothing to do with the story. Mm-hmm. He just goes, you should wear your hair different. You got a round face. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody funny. laughs at her and she right. storms out. Yeah. Even funny. Kurt's like, that <laughs> 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 <And>, uh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe you're right then. And maybe he didn't, and maybe he didn't want to be in it, dude. Suicide's a heavy fucking deal. Sure. Well, if he turned it down, then I'm fucking... He's talked about it. If, just, if they didn't invite him to be a part of it, and it's, a person, just, it's their just, personal decision, then there's nothing I can just say Just YouTube Dave Grohl talks about Kurt Cobain, and you'll find five hours of sure. uh, talking heads. He's not scared to talk about it. Right. He just There's a political reason why he's not in it, I probably. guarantee you. Yeah, probably. Because Dave Grohl has an HBO show on top of all this. Right. So, you know. Another thing I, I think was missing... And I don't know why. I mean, there's various different reasons why. There should have been I more Metallica his daughter, songs. His daughter should have been interviewed in the movie. What's, she's a producer on the movie. What's she going to say? Yeah, I grew up without a dad. And every day, she's like, no, she's like every I, day I somebody like tells me you look like him. I know him about as well as you guys do. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. We probably know him more. <laughs> Right, because we actually listen to his songs. Yeah, we're like, hey, he changed our lives and musically, and we've. I if love you think dad. she even watched this documentary, you're out of her. No, she did. <laughs> I know. She's a producer right. on the fucking movie. I know. I'm kidding. Why would you interview her though, dude? It's sad for her. I don't know. I mean, if I, I get would, you her number, will you interview her on this podcast? Sure. All right, let's know. let's do a mock I'm right now. It needs to be a long interview, right? I'm saying they could have taken, given her a couple minutes to say a couple things, you know. I don't know. Hey, what? I thought it would have tied the movie together a little bit. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Oh, you're trying to do this shit now? Ring, 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 ring. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Say hello, Eric. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Your line is talk to me. <laughs> Dummy. Talk. Now you can't do no, it. Be, yeah, I'm Francis Bean. You're you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you groundlings class for talk free. You ready? Ring, 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 ring. Talk to me. Hey, Wendell, uh, this is Francis Bean Cobain. Um, I just called the Herald and I wanted to rent that place out, but now I'm calling you because I'm granting you an interview. <laughs> well, I can't wait to shoot the documentary at the Herald. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no, dummy. This is the interview no. right now. 
We're taping this. Huh. You're taping this. Did you just call me a dummy, Francis? I'll be damned if I have some kid talk to me. Like <laughs> yeah, Wendell puts on his kid. sketch. <laughs> Wendell puts on his sketch voice when he's improving. I'll be damned. Just talk like yourself. <laughs> you do the weird character of yourself. <laughs> yeah, so ask me anything about Nirvana. Well, uh, I, I know... Uh, you know, I know he died when you were a tiny child, but uh, I would just like to know what you think his band and his influence has had on American culture as mm. you grew up uh, around it. And, so, and, you know, so what influence do I think Nirvana had on uh, popular culture? Yes. Why don't you fucking tell me, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell uh, the child. You can't tell. You can't Look Google Nirvana. Look here, little oh, lady. oh! I'm I sorry. Have you talk to me. You I'm sorry. I haven't had my morning coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you in spring, I really don't know which kind of coffee to get. <laughs> <laughs> that between season time where you just don't know what to drink in the morning. <laughs> this was pleasant. Thank you for answering my call. No problem. All right. Thank you. All right, montage of Wendell. What do you give this thing? I mean, overall, it was you know it was very insightful, and I enjoyed it. You know, it was, it was nice reliving uh, you know the '90s, which is my favorite time. Of, <laughs> Me too. Uh, I fucking love '90s. Well, I love Nirvana. Yeah, I was in my twenties. Yeah. It was fucking great. Still, my favorite music, dude. Nirvana, SDP, fucking Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam. It's still the stuff I like listening to the most. You know. So, uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm giving it, I mean... Hello, this is Megan Staley, Lane Staley's daughter. Huh? <laughs> this is Megan Staley, Lane Staley's daughter. I'm, I call about the interview. Uh, Dude, uh, you know, your uh, your father was, you know, one of my heroes, loved his music. Uh, thank you for taking the interview. Wow, Lane Staley, I wouldn't call him a hero. Hey, I made a bunch of money and decided to be a fucking junkie till the day I die. However, well, much different than Coco Bain. That's the sad part about all these bands. Like, they made great music, and they were all on heroin doing it. Hey. The worst part is everyone was like, oh, cool, you do heroin, you can sound like that. Right. And there's like millions of dead junkies. I was going to say. The other, no records. I was going to say the other part is like, hold, hold, hold on. First you have to be talented. <laughs> yeah, you got to put some sober years in there. The, uh, oh, so wait. So I can't just start shooting heroin and become a famous rock star? No, you can. Oh, okay. We'd like to document it on uh, on this podcast. That would be so funny if he started doing H and became a huge fucking star. Wouldn't it be amazing? Nice. So the art dealer. We we we. Randy tried to Randy tried to rebrand Wendell at one point and give him a um like a hip persona. Rebrand. <laughs> Didn't he put a hat on you and call you the art dealer? Like that we had to call you the art dealer. That. <laughs> yeah, we went to a movie at the Arclight, and there was this little hat there That's outside, you know, one of those shit. cubicle things or whatever. And he bought me a fucking beret or something like that, or a beret type hat. And uh, I started wearing that black button up shirt all around town. Went out yeah, he was uh, wearing like all black. <laughs> That's so good. And I, I don't know if he came up with our dealer or you. I think you came up with it. Didn't oh, you? fuck. Tim, you should use him as your fucking agent, uh, I'm, dude. That would be so funny. <laughs> that is dope. That I say bring that shit back. Let's do a fedora, maybe. You're the art dealer. You gotta we're start gonna vaping. Get you, we're going to get you laid, dude. 
I think, I think it started because didn't we all go to like one of well, Don Park's like art exhibits? Yeah, you know what? But Randy was always trying. To, Randy was always trying to give you direction in life. You know what? If I had, yeah. let's say, if I had five million dollars, I would, I would take two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, set it aside, <laughs> yeah, and make you the fucking art deal. We'd get you a loft downtown. <laughs> Get you some kind of fucking well, pre or something. Your life would be like a uh, – what do they call that? Uh, a performance art. Yeah. 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 And, and for a year, we would just ride that <laughs> shit out and see how much bad pussy you could get. And see how much art you could sell. And, like we'd all yeah, make oh. we'd all make bullshit art. Oh, good I mean. Like scribble around. We'd sell like Fuck. Craig's daughter's old paintings and stuff. Yeah. And then just see how rich we could get <laughs> off that. Yeah. I guarantee you we could probably do good. I would just give her a blank canvas and some paint and walk on that shit. The best would be the phone calls. All right. You ready, Wendell? <laughs> art dealer, go. Second. Go for the art dealer. Hi, uh, this is Jeff Stevens. I'm very interested in Craig Coleman's piece called Man vs. the Donkey. <laughs> how much are you uh, selling sure. for that for? I'm, I'm sorry, say again, how much? How much are you selling that for? How, what's the asking price? Uh, we're starting, we're taking bids around 3.5 million, uh, but we'll entertain other offers. All right. Okay. At the end, you started to pick up on that character. At, at first, I was like, nah, I'm not buying anything from this guy. He's like, like, huh? Excuse me? Go again? When it was just going, just answer the phone. Just answer the phone. That's Just answer the phone. Then we can get into the sketch. You can be more aloof. You can be a bit of a dick if you're an art guy. Um, in, yeah, well, in fact, instead right. of going, um, um, just put, uh, hold on. All right, so montage of heck. What are you giving this thing? Five stars. Um, I'm, I I gotta take at least a half a ice cream truck away Ooh. because I think that they rolled the Dave Grohl. Yeah, that's fair. I can't give it perfect. It has to be like four and a half ice cream. You notice they didn't interview any of the drummers. They had like four drummers. Just poor fucking Pete Best. What's his name? Dale Clover. Dale Clover. This guy was in yeah. Nirvana right up to the end of it. Right. He got Pete Bested the fuck out of Nirvana. He did. And the thing is, though, Nirvana, I don't think Nirvana would have been as big without Dave Grohl. Absolutely. No way. Not I with- think they maybe could have done the same thing, but it's just not the same thing. Like, they had a. Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl basically went to boot camp as a hardcore drummer. Sure. So he hit so fucking hard. Right. You know who else. It's kind of got a strange legend. The guy on the bleach cover with the big hair banging his head. Yeah, like the fourth Nirvana member. Jason Everman. Yeah. All right. So he got kicked out of Nirvana. Yeah. Because he was moody. Right. He would then. If you're too moody for Nirvana, you're in trouble. His next band was Soundgarden. Really? Yeah. That's right. That's right. So he was in Soundgarden. (laughs) And Nirvana. Right before (laughs) Soundgarden took off. Oh, no. Went on the road with them for a year, got kicked out. Oh! Because he was too wow. moody again. Fuck. So then what does this guy do? Fucking 2000. Joins the army. He's like a – he's a rock star in the army. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, fucking – And then right before metal. we go to war with Iraq, they yeah. kick him out. No, that would be great, huh? <laughs> it's even worse than that. In boot camp, they're looking at Nirvana singer dies or whatever. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't in oh, maybe he wasn't in two thousand. Yeah. He was already in right after Soundgarden. Ninety four. They're looking and they go, Everman, this you? <laughs> and he's like, I Yeah. Don't know. And they're like, Fucking rock star. And then that was it for <laughs> that him. That was it. They fucked Damn. with him. Oh right. Yeah. 
But right. th- but then he just became a military. That's what's great about right. the military. They'll fuck you for be- fuck with you for being in Nirvana. Sure. Right. Hey, stupid. Hey, dumbass. You're the biggest fan in the world. <laughs> and got kicked out. <laughs> so so there. How do you get kicked out? How do you a become the dude that's in two of the biggest bands to come out of that era? Yeah. And that city and get kicked, kicked out, out of fucking both of them. How about that's Pat wild. Smear? In two different bands. Good point. Both bands end by the singer shooting H and blowing his head off. That's probably why both bands. That's probably why he didn't even want to join Nirvana. He's like, you know what? I've been down this road. It fucking hurt the last time. It's probably gonna hurt the second time around. And Kurt's like, no, 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 I ain't, I ain't, I ain't like that. Man. Wait, they're gonna blow my head off. Yeah, come on. This it's is an a act. Good, this is a head. This is a good ending. This one's gonna be a good ending. I don't even smoke cigarettes. That voice is completely fake. <laughs> It's all Pro Tools. <laughs> What's Pro Tools? You'll see. You'll see. One day. <laughs> so four and a half stars. Also, yeah, a there's a couple songs. There's one song. There's one song in the documentary where you, there, there's a rumor, and I know I know what you think about this rumor. I'm sure, even though we've never talked about it, mm-hmm. that uh, that Cobain wrote all of "Live Through This" by Hole. Yeah. And there's a song. Yeah, I've heard that. There's a song on it that Kurt's singing that just sounds very much like something off Live Through This. Let's put it this way. You listen to that album. Right. That's a Kurt album. Right. right. After he dies, she's dating Billy Corrigan. Right. And he's like, fuck you. I wrote that album. Right. You listen to it. You're like, the yeah. The second album. He fucking wrote it. Yeah. I no, mean, no, 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 no. It's Billy's sound. And, and not only that, he was hired to write it. That's not a secret. Sure. That's like a thing. And And at the same time, I'm like. Yeah, Kurt wrote Live Through This. It's a great fucking record. Makes it sound so much better when you know that. It does. Yeah. And Dave played on the dr- played drums on it. Dave Grohl did? Dave Grohl's the drummer on that fucking <laughs> record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll fucking pick up a copy of Live Through This. I haven't listened to it it's much, but it's album, really good. It's a- she even does like the fucking vocals style of Cobain. Because if, li- well, if you listen to her earlier stuff before Kurt, yeah. BC, yeah. like before v- Christ, yeah. the... Um, it's totally different. Yeah. It's more just screamo. It's, it sounds like Babes in Toyland. Right. Right, you've right, ever right, heard right. Them. I have. L7. Yeah, I saw her play before. All I that menstruation music. L7. She, she always, I mean, of course she fucking had some topless bullshit on and it gets pulled off. She was crowd surfing, you know, like a whore. But, you know, that was Like a whore. Wow. That was spiteful. <laughs> so, like a whore. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she's constantly tearing her shirts off and stuff. You know, I, I guess she's proud of her tits. I guess I she's know. been around. Dude. She was in faith. She's listed as a Faith No More member, which there's like 80 people that are right. Faith No More. Really? Right. Well, they kept switching lead singers. She's in Sid and Nancy. She's the in, movie. She's but. in the movie. You know, I recorded. Uh, I shot a video in the studio that Faith No More recorded their album in. So you're uh, in the band too, then. Ago. Wow, they should put yeah. They had a huge, uh, I can post a picture. I took a picture of one. Yeah, of I think I, I think I read an article movie. about that on whogivesashit.com. <laughs> wow. wow, man, you're on fire today. Conversation taking a turn for the worse. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. What are you saying? You were in the same room as Faith No More? I'm saying I recorded a, a music video in the same recording studio that Faith No More recorded all their albums in. Yeah, I think I read an article about that on the. <laughs> working with the sound engineer that works for him. Okay, I'm sorry, man, but that was. Uh, I had to. Yeah, that had to happen. 
Haters are gonna hate, just like Taylor Swift always says. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I thought I was the one that quoted oh, Taylor Swift. Geez. All right, we gotta go. We're we're we're, we're way past. Yeah, we're, we're way, way past time here. All right, <laughs> Wendell. Thanks for uh, thanks for watching all those movies and get a, get a program together or whatever you call it and find out when Schwarzenegger's movie yeah. Terminator Five is coming out. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it comes out in July. Um, Try to the get. Man Max comes out this week. I'm oh, oh, so you might actually review two. You might actually re- review four recent movies. Yeah. in one year, that's yeah. pretty oh, yeah. fucking amazing, uh, dude, dude. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Wow, I've been hating on all my old reviews. Halfway through oh. uh, 2015, I like it. Don't take that hating seriously. Yeah. Like they're going to bust your balls no matter what. Seriously, they have that's to. True. But but we would be happy. I want you to try to find a screening of us. Uh, uh, Terminator 5, and I want to take this shit down. I don't care. I mean, I'd like to try bad to publicity that. would be very good for this podcast at this point. Good point. And so if you got on um, there and spoiled I something. I'll be honest with you. I hardly ever get those screening invites anymore, and they rarely do really? screenings for such a big movie. That's They're not going to do a screening. I got to be honest with you. I want you to try to find it, though. I don't care how you get in. We didn't say go legit. If you no. if you if you get into a screening and spoil this movie, I'll never ask you about Breaking Bad again. You get to go to the grave without seeing the greatest TV show in the world. Otherwise, Lucky, Lucky Duck. It is I will a- do my best, but they rarely do screenings for. Big I heard I heard you say that, but I want you to try. Then get ready to watch Breaking Bad, bitch. <laughs> let me see if I can let me see if I can do this for another half an hour. But I want you to go try to find. So, so, but I want you to try and find um, a theater where they're playing it. So you want me to? So you, what you're saying is, there's a theater somewhere that's hopefully playing, and you want me to get into it? Yeah, I want you to try to find it before it comes okay. out. Copy that. Damn it! All right. Ten four. All right, buddy. Uh, uh, thanks for calling in. We will talk to you soon. All right, you guys have a good one. All right, later. later. Hey, take care, man. Thanks for listening right, to Full Charge. Thanks for listening to the Full Charge Power <laughs> Hour. You follow Craig Coleman at Team Coleman76. Yes. You follow Tim Conlon at Con Operative. Uh, and I'm at the Full Charge. Con Thanks operative. for listening. Later. That's nice. Later. Later, y'all. See ya.